Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy, um. And your girl, Rocky. What's good, everybody? So today's show, voting is hard work. Oh, God. Goodness gracious. Like... Now, mind you, November 6th is the midterm election, so it's already a huge, a very crucially important election because all, let me repeat, all 435 seats in the House of Representatives are up for election. All of them. You need to uh, get these people the fuck out of there. All them old white men. Mm-hmm. Who don't give a fuck about any of us. Clearly. And only care about the motherfucking money. And actually don't represent the population of this country. Where minorities are the majority. Need to get the fuck up out of there. Yeah. And the only way they're going to get the fuck up out of there. Is if we vote. On November 6th. So that's 435 seats up for election in the House of Reps. 35 seats out of 100 in the Senate are up for election, and it's time for us to come out. So if you haven't checked out um, last week's episode, mm-hmm. vote. Nah, but really though. Um, check out that podcast episode as we talk about the candidates. We talk about the importance behind voting. We talk about um, the people who don't like voting and where they we need really to broke it down, like... kiss it. But... <laughs> Um, so check out that episode. We also go into detail about candidates and mm-hmm. what you need to look for as far as candidates. Today's right. show is going to be about more um, measures and propositions and things like that. Yeah. Other things on the ballot. All right. Where do we start with this? this so is... I right, want to well, start. Well, with... hold on. What? What? My frustration. All right. right okay. <laughs> well, first and foremost, you have um, the general election voter information guide. And that's the one that's talking about your candidates, mm-hmm. um, so the actual people that you can vote for. So we had again, we broke it down last week's episode. That's um, the state's candidates as well as the local candidates for all the elections going on. And then um, you get this one, the Cal- well, your state general election. And that has more about the propositions. It does have some stuff about the candidates, but more about the propositions. Yeah. And the propositions are the ones that have numbers. So I looked over those this morning, and uh, I got a general just sense of those things. So we'll go over those later on. Mm-hmm. And then where the fuck is the other thing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then you have the um, measure guide, and the measures are the letters. So we'll say measure X, measure Z. Those are the letters versus the propositions, which is the number. What the fuck is the difference? I don't know. But the measures are really very uh, long and detailed. Detailed. Um, I mean, so is the propositions. You were just, they just had a quick reference guide. Right. 
and this one. So it's a lot easier for me to reference. Yeah, we're. I mean, they still broke it down mm-hmm. and everything. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But what I wanted to talk about first was, um, oh, got an official ballot. So he can actually see what's going to be on the ballot on November 6th mm-hmm. and, you know, judge accordingly. Um, so, ooh, and this is only for the local, for our mayor. Right. But and also an for of, the auditor. But it's an example of what you can see for uh, ranked choice voting. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so I don't know if it's just California. I don't know if it's just... It's California and a couple of other um, states. Places and states. Okay. Yeah. With ranked choice voting, we talked about it in last but week. Everybody needs to get up on it. Yes. Everybody. Yes. So this is the official ballot, and they actually have ranked choice voting in the official ballot for mayor and auditor. So what happens is they have first choice, second choice, and third choice, and they have the same names on all of these, and you're actually putting who's your first choice pick, who's your second choice pick, who's your third choice pick. Um I don't know if I should show it because I don't know. Um, as long as I, I don't know if there is anything, but as yeah. long as you don't show like any of the top parts, I guess it's fine. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how don't, it works. Yeah, so we're just not I, do not. It. <laughs> yeah, because they be trying. You hear about the stuff going on in Georgia, mm-hmm. where the governor is trying to rig, um, like voter registration laws and things like that. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Just a lot of materials. Again, voting is fucking hard work. And I'm just paranoid about that because, you know, they that's what they do. Again, well, yeah, voter registration, um, not counting ballots and things like that. Like, we have a reason to not trust the government because <laughs> they haven't been looking out for us. Right, that's why we were trying to vote these motherfuckers out. But if we, that's why it's tricky. You have, yeah. to, you have to fight the system from all sides. And we talked about that on the last episode. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important to vote. Because even if they did some fuck shit where they cheated, like, my one vote, if it was enough people that... They did, like in Georgia right now, where they're eliminating hundreds of people... They're going to get For caught. registration. They're at least going to get caught doing it. But if um, nobody even shows up to vote, they're like, all right, fuck it, we don't even need to do this shit. Yeah. But... That's the point. You have to get out to vote. And then that's one way you can fight it. And the other part is, like, through journalism... Through exposing it, through activism, like all those, everybody has to play their part. But voting is one of the 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 better ways that you can do it. And I know it's a little frustrating as we're gonna show, but you can at least do it on certain things. Even if you don't vote on every little measure, mm-hmm. it's important to get out there and vote uh, for representatives at mm-hmm. the very least. Exactly, exactly. Um, I don't know if I had anything to say about the rank choice. Did you have anything in particular? Again, we talked about um, it last week. Just to break it down again real quick, uh, basically, ranked choice voting goes like this. You pick your first choice. If your first choice is uh, doesn't get at least 50% of the vote, they're automatically eliminated. Um, uh, then it goes to your next choice. If your next choice doesn't get it, then it goes down to your third choice. If your third choice isn't on there either, then boom, you're done. You can pick the same uh, candidate all three times. You don't have to pick somebody... Uh, that you don't mm. like. Mm. So never put down anybody you don't like. Ever. <laughs> Alright? So if somebody's like, if there's a Trump on the ballot and you're like, damn, I don't know what to do. Leave, leave him, him off. <laughs> leave him off or put, uh, if your girl was Hillary, put Hillary twice. If your boy was Bernie, put Bernie twice. Whoever you have to do. Uh, but you don't have to put somebody there mm-hmm. that you don't like at all. Mm-hmm. Don't 
you can try it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that's how it works. So you really do get to pick the people that you want. You most. actually want. And see, that's the thing with this particular election season. And again, I'm very thankful to Bernie Sanders who kind of opened it up mm-hmm. that you could be a candidate who didn't accept corporate money. You could be a candidate who was actually for the people and actually get like people want you type of thing. The reason that Bernie did not win the primary election in 2016 is because the Democratic oh, Party geez. rigged the election. So and it's that, like common so knowledge now. Won. Yeah, and we we just go about it like I ain't forget, motherfucker. I ain't forget so, either. When twenty twenty does come, first of all, fuck all that because it is twenty eighteen and we getting shit done. This midterm elections November sixth next month mm-hmm. um, Tuesday. But when twenty twenty does come, I ain't gonna forget that shit. Exactly. I know. No. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I did also want to say. So, talking about mayor, mm-hmm. we Local got politics, baby. this, Cat Brooks for mayor. We got a couple of these. And I will say one thing for advertisement. Sometimes, if you're not doing your research, it's just seeing the name. So, like, you know, people have their signs posted mm-hmm. around town and stuff like that. So, if you're not doing your research on your candidates, it's just... Oh, when I'm when I'm at the voting booth and I'm filling out the ballot, it's like, oh, that name seems familiar. I've seen it so many times. Yeah, I've seen it so many times. That name seems familiar, so I'm gonna vote it's for just, that. It's basic psychology. Versus exactly versus me, I have already wrote down the people that I want to mm-hmm. vote for. I'm gonna bring this shit to the voting booth, and I'm be like, all right, let me flip to it. Okay, I said this yep. person doing that, said this Easy. person doing that, because I did my fucking research prior to. Again, voting is hard work. You cannot be misinformed with this bullshit, okay? And then, today, we're going to talk about the measures and propositions, and just to see all the shit we get in the mail. Like, this, it says, facts for Oakland residents. Um, so, they talk about taxes, um, things like that. They talk... Like, both of these are about costs and taxes and things. And then we also get shit like this that's telling us to vote a certain way on a certain proposition. I have no idea what the proposition is, but if I see it more than once where it says vote no, vote no, or vote yes, vote yes, as soon as I see it, it's going to register Mm -hmm. if I haven't done my research. That's why voting is hard work and you need to get off your lazy ass and do the hard work because all of this shit will impact you. You think it doesn't, but it does on a fundamental level. I'm going to need y'all to realize. <laughs> See, you can even sip your tea. <coughs> I was fine. It's just I knew it was going to be funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going in because it's serious. It is serious, though. It is serious. This is the way that laws are created, and this is the way that our society functions. Like, this is where mm-hmm. the money's going. Mm-hmm. We got plenty of money. Exactly. Y'all. We just need to invest it in the right places. And, and see, that's the thing. Our, our mistrust in the government is very valid because they haven't been looking out for our best interests. And it's like, well, why am I going to vote? Why am I going to even consider politics or even consider the impact of politics in my life if it doesn't, if they don't do it, like, beneficially for me? Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, they don't give a shit about our schools. So why am I going to be interested in politics? Oh, they don't give a shit about homelessness, gentrification, affordable housing, things like that. So why am I going to give a shit about politics when it doesn't impact me? Well, it is like we're going to talk about how the measures that we're going over actually are addressing the issues that we're dealing with. So you have to pay attention. You have to do your research. And even for us, like for me, 
O is the more political mindset at one. He's watching YouTube videos. Oh shit, we should um talk about the people you watch and okay. stuff. We can we can say that at the end. Mm -hmm. But um but he's just more politically minded and like for me I'm like can you do this because I don't really want to do the work. And and that's the thing. If you if you have somebody who that's that's their strength in your circle then that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, everybody has to play to their strengths. Like, yeah. everybody I know can't do this whole political shit. Yeah. If you're in Cali and you like, I'm being so serious, and mm -hmm. you want me to like make a political list for you, mm -hmm. you tell me your county, your district, or whatever. I can literally look up the people and I'll show you and who to do it. And more power to them, because I have no intention on doing any of that. I'll do that shit in, <laughs> in, a, in a second. It won't take me long to research that shit because I am like really into. To see who's pulling the strings. I've always been interested in, like, all right, who's really in power yeah. and who's really pulling the strings out here? So once I, I found that out who's pulling the strings, I've been on the ass ever since. Mm -hmm. Whereas I, like, I'll be interested in some stuff, and, I'll, and we'll talk about more about how to do the research and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. but, um, but some stuff I'm like, because we already align values-wise, so I'm like... Um, right. What and, you think? <laughs> yeah, and if you know me and you know my values and you mm -hmm. trust me with that, for real, hit me up. Because mm -hmm. I would love to do that. Because a lot, a lot of people are like, man, I don't know who to vote for. I was telling people about like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Like before that, I'm like, yo, yo, mm -hmm. everybody in New York, yo, vote for this girl. Mm -hmm. Like everybody knew that and I was then, the queen. And that's the thing about you, oh, it's like you know people ahead of the time before that they're very like popular and common and well-known because of the stuff that you're watching yeah. online. So. I'm watching a lot of uh, stuff online. I, I, I'll get to it later, but mm -hmm. I, that's what's really keeping me informed, too. Yeah. Um, I usually just listen to stuff like on the way to work or on the bus or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so the last thing about the ballots that I will say, unless you want to say anything else, is um, that most of the things on the ballot were what was in our... Um, voter information guide, but I will say they have a judicial piece that was not. So the judicial piece, they have um, Associate Justice of the Supreme Court, they have Presiding Justice for the Court of Appeals, and Associate Justice for the Court of Appeals from Division 1 through 5, and none of these people were in our, our information guide. So now I got to research, like, not like in the voter information guide, they have like candidate statements and information about them so I can get a mm -hmm. little bit more information. But now it's like I have no idea who any of these people are. And then when I was just like trying to look them up before the show, I was like, they don't even have like websites. Nothing's coming up where it's immediately addressing what their platforms are or their values or what they're trying to do. And it's like, I actually got to dig. And it's like, this is doing That's too much. That's a little frustrating. I'm, I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> yeah. I got to do it later. Like, but especially before the show. I was trying to have it before the show. I was like, no. Yeah, I was trying to do a whole bunch of stuff uh, before the show. As like, prep. Usually we do things and it's um just to see behind the scenes. Mm. Give me a sneak peek. Oh, shit. What y'all do? Uh, <laughs> what we really do is uh, do prep work usually in the mornings. Mm -hmm. And we go over things. Usually the topics y'all see in the show. Those who watch mm -hmm. and listen. Thank you. Uh, we usually are speaking from the heart, um, mm -hmm. from the soul. We and keep we're it keeping real. it real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hence the title of the show. It's so real. Um, so we don't have to do that much prep. We just like to keep things like in somewhat of an order. And then we speak about these things from a passionate perspective. Mm -hmm. We can do some of that with, with this. But other things is like, man, we really have to do research. Because yeah. right? we're not that knowledgeable about the nitty gritty things mm -hmm. when it comes to this political shit. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, most people aren't. But that's the point. We're trying to be better. We're trying to grow. And we're trying to make sure that uh, you do the same. Exactly. Like, you know, Even if, again, you aren't the person that's doing the research piece by piece or like little by little. But that's the thing. You know? Even the things that you watch and our show could be something that other people watch that gets them informed. Exactly. So you don't have to... You don't gotta be Like either. doing the research yourself is a lot of hard work. But if someone is already doing the research for you and you just watch them and they're not one-sided, they're talking about the pros and the cons and you can right. actually you see... You can actually see what yeah. their, their values are mm-hmm. and then line that up with if that matches you. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um... And that's why I really want to get out is it doesn't have to be exactly like a research project uh, for yourself. Find those who you trust mm-hmm. and then uh, use their opinion to inform your own. Not saying blindly follow them, yeah, but no. you, use it. You mm-hmm. know? Like even with um, the Cap Books for Mayor thing. One, that's propaganda. It's, I mean, it's advertisement, you know. Yeah. Um, but even... Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, even that... It's like I still have to make a choice. Like that's in front of me. I still gotta make a choice. Right. So, um, but yeah. All right. So, do you want to start with the propositions first? Yes, because those measures yeah, I didn't those, get through. Also, <laughs> oh, the propositions wow. are in um, the general election guide, and again, they have a quick reference guide. So they just they say what the proposition is, a summary of the proposition. Um, what, what our vote means, so what our yes means, what our no means, and then they have arguments, pro and con. Yeah, and that's what I like about those, because then I get to hear both arguments. Mm-hmm. I get to see who's got actual, uh, who's actually saying these arguments. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And who's making something that's a poor argument based off of money, basically. It's pretty mm-hmm. easy to see mm-hmm. when you look at um, it. <laughs> but through the back of it, it also has like an in-depth, like, it's just more in-depth about what each proposition is. Mm-hmm. So it goes into the official title and summary, the background, um, the analysis by legislative analysts, what the proposal is. Um, they also have arguments in favor of proposition, rebuttal to argument in favor of proposition, argument against proposition, rebuttal to argument against proposition. <laughs> so, like, they really... They, it's thorough. They, it is thorough, and they, they give you what that thing actually is. But again, voting is hard work. Mm-hmm. So you have to actually dedicate time to sit down, go through this shit, and see what you're going to vote for. You can't just show up at the polls at all. You cannot, let me repeat that, you cannot just show up at the polls. Don't just be like, Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. No, you cannot do not this. Not all Democrats are alike. Exactly. Not all black people are alike. All skin folk ain't kin wow. folk. Okay. Y'all seen Kanye. I'm going to leave it at that. I don't got time for that. Y'all going to leave it at that. But then, yeah, they also have uh, candidate statements in the back of this particular guy. So, do your research. You got to do your research. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And with that, I'm going to have you take over because I feel my voice straining. I'm sick, y'all. Oh! So, So that's why I'm drinking my tea. I was going to get tea, but... He didn't make me any, so I'm letting you, you see how that worked. I was gonna make me some tea, but he didn't make me any. I didn't have time. See what had happened was, anyways, back to these uh propositions. Proposition number one. All right, so I may have to go get me some. Yeah, I'm, go ahead. I'm really feeling it. My take over. 
Okay. I'll be out show for a little bit. All right. How y'all doing, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Woo! What's up? Let's go over these propositions, shall we? I'm going to try to make this as entertaining as possible because this shit can get a little boring. not going to lie. But that's the point. Politics not always the sexiest thing, but these are the things that affect our fucking lives, so we got to get on it, y'all. Got to. All right, so prop one for Cali. Uh, this authorizes this authorizes bonds to fund specified housing assistance programs. So I voted, uh, or I plan to vote yes on this. Uh, my reason for my vote is just because of the housing that crisis that I see in Oakland and in California in general when it comes to the populous cities. We need to address this, and there needs to be uh, definite funding for these things over the next couple of uh, decades. The populations are only going to increase. Uh, these The popularity of California in general uh, is going to only increase from here. I don't see it going down. And we need a, a, a <clears throat> we need someone with foresight, a plan with foresight to address these things before they just happen um, and land right in our lap and we're unprepared. So I'm going to vote yes on that. Um, prop 2. Authorizes bonds to fund existing housing program for individuals with mental illness. This was a no-brainer. Like, come on. I am a therapist. Uh, I've I live in the area in Oakland. There's a huge homeless population, uh, mostly veterans and those with mental illness, as is the case around the country. So any proposal to address these things, I'm going to be down for. And I think those who are against it, I guess, had um, concerns. I, I think the argument was... Actually, I'm not sure. The argument is pretty bad. I guess it's going to take up money. I mean, what's more important than uh, the homeless and veterans getting care? Especially those with mental illness. So I'm voting yes on that for sure. No problems, no questions asked about that one. So what we need to do, we need to prioritize the money and funding for those who are the least among us or who need the most help rather than it being going towards people who don't need the money at all. Um, like rich people. Like rich people. I don't know how that helps your voice. <laughs> y'all see what? It, anyways, I, y'all see what I got to deal with. <laughs> anyways, uh, prop number three. All right, I'm gonna change positions every time I do a prop just to keep y'all entertained and shit because this shit is boring, y'all. This shit ain't. This, this, I'm not gonna lie. All right, <laughs> proposition number three. Uh. Authorizes bonds to fund projects for water supply and quality, watershed, fish, wildlife, water <laughs> conveyance, and uh, groundwater stability and storage. It's an initiative, y'all. It's an initiative. So basically, what I got from this one, I'm not a water expert, but it's just saying that we need to do a little bit construction on uh, the waterways and some of the pathways that we uh, collect water. And we need to do some purification and regulation on some of the water systems that we have in place. That sounded good to me. It seemed like an expensive project. But honestly, again, I'm looking at where the funding is going. Is the funding going towards something that's going to help the people? Or is it going towards those that will only help a few individuals? 
that's what I, I try to base my um, voting record on, especially when it comes to these propositions. Um, I'm not done making tea. But I wanted to step in and say, so my issue with the language that's being used is it's like all money. Where's our money going? And it's like, again, with the mistrust of the government, they could say that they're using money to mm-hmm. do this, but how do I know? You know? And what I find or take issue with with this these things is like and maybe that's because I haven't in depth like read through the the other stuff in the back of the book Mm -hmm. but how they are doing it like they can say they're going to put money towards this thing and like eliminate like uh, homelessness or you know stuff like that but it's like how are you doing that what does that mean does that mean that you're tearing down homes that are already in existence to build housing for homeless like what what how are you going about this yeah. And that's, I think, also what needs to be addressed and what the public isn't really privy to. That's true. And that's, again, where the the trust of an actual representative comes in. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these propositions and these things won't come into play unless a representative is pushing it forward, you know? Yeah. And if you have a representative that is up on this shit, which is what we all want, mm-hmm. they would be the ones first to go against these things and would tell you, like, whoa, whoa this is not what we want because it does this. Mm-hmm. That's what sometimes Bernie does when it mm-hmm. comes to other bills, yeah, the other yeah, shit. Yeah. So you'll know about some shit that's some bullshit before they even come up on a vote, like the tax bill that they're going to try to plan after the... I'm so done with them. Know, they're trying again. Again! What y'all need more money for? It's getting annoying at this point. Anyways, back to these propositions, ladies. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that. I know, I know. I'm just fucking with y'all. Fellas, y'all know how I do. <laughs> uh, so that was proposition number three. Voted on that. Again, what uh, Rocky said basically was a good point. You can't be 100% sure, but I felt as if I could trust it. And I was leaning more towards a yes vote. Uh, I could abstain from this, some of these things, but I'm trying to avoid that this election uh, as much as possible. So I might do more research on that. We'll see. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. We'll see. All right, number four, Proposition 4. Authorizes bond fundings, uh, constructions at hospitals providing children's health care. Uh, again, it sounds good, and it's uh, providing 1.5 billion in general obligation bonds for construction expansion renovation and equipping uh, of certain hospitals that treat children I mean I, I don't know what the no was the the uh, the con of this was gonna be but they say it would borrow up to 1.5 billion for construction and expansion at nonprofit children hospitals by selling bonds that would need to be repaid with interest we should look at the bigger picture and ask how to improve healthcare outcomes in California. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's back. I got my tea, y'all. So that was the con of it, but uh-uh. the person, and this is for, this is why I, I like having, like, the additional information, because the only person I could get additional information was this one guy named Gary. Literally, one guy named Gary. Um, and I'm like, who the fuck is Gary? So I just. Meanwhile, children's hospitals. Like, who the fuck is who? <laughs> yeah. Right. So I didn't know what that was about. Um, I will say, because we didn't note this, 
this is all California stuff. It's all California stuff. So I think we did like at the front. I mean, yeah, Cal- California. I mean, y'all ain't, <laughs> you know, y'all ain't state. You know. I mean, it's, it's um, but I do think even if you are in a different state, it just um keeps in mind what you need to keep in mind as far as the language that they use, the people, who the fuck's Gary, who's like, mm-hmm. who the fuck's Gary, you know? Like, so keeping in mind, like, even though uh, the direct proposition or the direct measure may not apply to your state, these are all things to keep in mind um, when voting and when you're doing your research and things like that. But if you know somebody who lives in California, definitely share this with them because obviously this is directly impacting people who live in California. Uh, okay. Proceed. We are on to prop number five. Changes requirements for certain property owners to transfer their property tax base to replacement property. Initiative, constitutional amendment, and statute. Say boring. Wow, that was a mouthful. Anyways, I said no to this. So, the summary, I'll read the summary of this shit. Jesus Christ. I, I didn't read the summary for the rest of these. Oh, snap. I had a thought. What's up? So, for this general election, it's addressed to registered voters in our house. And I don't know if y'all know this, but we're roommates. That's why we're at the same place. It's mm-hmm. my room. So, anyways. Um, but, that's the only one we got. Because I was like, where's mine? Because other ones, we got ones addressed to our individual selves. So, like, he had his, I had mine. But then this one, it was only one. And I was like, fuck, where's mine? So, I just had the thought... That if we don't go to the poll at the same time, like, I'm going to need this. Or to have a cheat sheet so I know what I'm voting for going in. Yeah, I'm about to make cheat sheets for everybody. Yeah, but that was just a thought that I had. Either, I mean, we work together too, so you just trade off, pass it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can work it out. Yeah. But anyways, go to your summary. Or whatever. Man, I don't even know if I want to read this. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be for real. I already read it over for the first time. Voting is hard work. So I'm going to summarize the summary. How about that? (laughs) Paraphrase. Basically, this is saying, uh, reason why I'm voting, no, let me just read that. A no vote on this measure means that certain homeowners who are over 55 who meet other qualifications would continue to be uh, eligible for property tax savings when they move to a different home. And see, when I read that, I was like, man... I'm sorry, old people, but it's like you're impacting the schools and schools already have shitty like just services because of property taxes. Mm -hmm. If you're in a bad neighborhood with low property tax, the schools are shitty. If you live in a good neighborhood with high property tax, it's usually the white versus the black. The schools reflect that. So I'm sorry, old people, but now I'm thinking about the children and they're the new generation. Y'all about to be out. So... Also, they use that a lot uh, of real estate uh, people. That's why I, I found that. Mm-hmm. They, they try to use that as an excuse. Like, a lot of older, big real estate, uh, I guess people who hold a lot of just homes, they're just mm-hmm. sitting on stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't want to uh, pay that tax or do anything with that when it comes to transferring out, out of homes, out of other people. They want to make sure that they can keep that money. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a tax like anything else. You were going to have to pay it. Mm-hmm. So, stop. Not trying to pay. Mm. That's why I voted on that. Anyways, I plan to. Uh, proposition number six. Woo, we almost out here. Halfway. Halfway, y'all. Halfway. So, again, this was the propaganda, so now we're actually researching. All right, let's see. Uh, eliminate certain road repair and transportation funding. 
requires certain fuel taxes and vehicle fee fees be approved by the electorate. Okay. So this repeals a 2017 transportation uh, laws, taxes, and fees designated for road repairs and public transportation. Fiscal impact reducing ongoing uh, revenues of 5.1 billion from state fuel and vehicle taxes that mainly would have paid for highway and road maintenance repairs as well as transit programs. All right, so I chose to vote no on this, and I don't know why, but let me let me, let me look. <laughs> A no vote uh, for this measure means fuel and vehicle taxes recently passed by the legisl legislator sh uh, would continue to be in effect and pay for highway and road maintenance and repairs, as well as transit programs. Okay, the legislature uh, would continue not to need voter approval for new or increased state fuel or vehicle taxes in the future. Okay, wait, wait. So hmm. they're already taking taxes right. for road and highway repair right. and stuff like that. So the, the the proposition is asking, do we need voter approval for an increase? No, a decrease. They're trying to decrease. A decrease funding? Yeah. So they're saying, do you need voter approval to decrease funding? And you're saying no. You right. Okay. Right. Because this is the trick. And See this, all this fucking language. But this is this is how I knew it was a <laughs> trick. All right, so the pro argument is, and that's why I had to look at the argument. The pro argument is vote yes on six to immediately lower gas prices. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Who wants to lower they gas prices? They have it in caps. Californians are struggling with the high cost of living. Yes. Yeah. Vote yes on prop. See, like the living cost of living. What does that have to do with? All right. And then gas and car tax increase are required voter approval for any future increase. Vote yes on that. See, they're not trying to. The they're not even, they're talking, not even talking about. about the taxes. They're talking about gas prices. What does gas prices have to do with taxes? Because the tax on all of this on all this stuff is talking about vehicles, emissions, mm -hmm. yeah. anything else. That That's not gas. That they need to do for. Uh, the funding comes into road repair and, and for transportation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm going no, no. What, who's who's for? Give voters a voice. That's the four. And against is no on Prop Six. Stop the attack on bridge and road safety. Mm -hmm. And that's the the flyer that we got. Yep. So again, it's not taking the propaganda just for what it is. It's actually what are the pros and cons. Looking at both arguments, seeing what they have to say. And again, this is just a quick reference guide. They have more in-depth. And again, I'm going matter. based off of my values. So mm -hmm. my values is for the many, not the few, basically. Shout out to Jeremy uh, Corbyn out there in the UK, the Bernie Sanders of the UK. That's hey. his slogan over there. Politically woke, baby. Get on so, it. So what's the slogan? For the many, not the few. I like that. You know? Mm -hmm. That's what it's supposed to be about. So this whole little gas tax, that sounds like... Good, but I, I, like if I drove, I'd be like, yeah, let's lower gas prices. That sounds like it would be good for me individually. individually. Mm -hmm. But then the con would be taking away funding from bridges, from infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Literally the things that I'm driving on. Mm -hmm. So I'll have more gas to drive on a shitty bridge that might collapse and then kill a whole bunch and of then, people. And you know we myself. got earthquakes and stuff out here. Come on, dog. Bad. Come on. We need infrastructure to be tip top because that's going to cause... Uh, less damage when there is an earthquake. Mm -hmm. Foresight, not in the in the immediate thinking about myself like, oh, exactly. I need some extra money for gas. That's stupid. Mm -hmm. So again, for the many, not the few. Me thinking about my community, especially in the long run, mm -hmm. rather than me thinking about myself in the short term.
That's how we do it. Mm -hmm. All right, that was prop six. Prop number seven. What we got? What we got? What we got? All right, confirms California daylight. Oh, this this motherfucker. Uh, Woo! Okay, so so. Woo! So, oh, feels some type of way about daylight savings time. So first, first, let's explain why, before we even get to the proposition, let's explain why you feel some type of way about daylight savings time. First of all, it's stupid as fuck. Why the fuck are we pushing back time and all this other bullshit? For what reason? Some old ass tradition that y'all don't even understand? Y'all just used to the shit? So I have, um, so seasonal affective disorder is when, it's, real. it's when like, um, basically when it's nighttime, more often you feel lower, like you feel like more isolated, mm -hmm. you may feel just more heavy, more depressed, like you just, cause it's dark more often than it is daylight. Right. And I do feel that because with the sun, I'm definitely more active, I'm more energized, I'm more light, I'm more positive. So when it gets, and it's already been getting darker earlier, like five, six, right, so it's already been, been, yeah, so pushing it back would mean instead of it being five o'clock and dark, mm -hmm. it would be four or six. Six. What do you think? Mm-hmm. We get it, we get an extra hour. Of sleep, remember that's the hours of Hold up, fall back, spring forward. Yes. <laughs> so she's just staying how it is right now, is what I'm saying. I don't. But why are we even doing that? Exactly. That just, it doesn't make sense. Just, I don't see. That's see, my point. I read this one book, and it was a beautiful book. I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically like um, the sun stopped moving at the rate that it does, or the Earth stopped moving, I think it was the Earth. The Earth stopped moving at the rate that it was. So you know how we have 24 hours of, like, in a day? Mm -hmm. The sun was out longer. So then it got to be a point where it was, like, sunny for, like, 24 hours and a night for 24 hours. So it was, like, and then it was, like, clock time or real time. And real time is you're up with the sun and you're down with, the moon like you go to sleep mm -hmm. and it's nighttime you don't do things when it's night and then you're up and active during the day and it's like i would always be an advocate for real time where you're doing things during the day and you're not at night because that's how our body right like and that's why like i have a client who's doing a graveyard shift and she's really suffering my mom yeah works graveyard I have shift. a couple clients and, doing that. and it's, it's really hard because that's going against your natural body rhythms your circadian rhythms, like it's, it's not how your body operates, you know. So, daylight savings time. So yes, prop number seven. All you motherfuckers in California, pay attention to this shit. Y'all want some sunny ass days? Y'all want less cold ass nights? And you know what I learned, which was very interesting. Jamaica doesn't use daylight savings time. Bumba clap, fuck, why? Fuck out of this Guyana. I don't know. Hmm. So that's why I'll, I'll stop my accent. <laughs> Sorry, it came out. Shout out to Jamaican. All my Jamaican brothers out there and sisters out there. Blessings. Anyways, prop number seven in California. Prop number seven. This is important. Confirms California daylight savings time to federal law. Allows legislature to, to change daylight savings time, period. 
finally able to fucking change it. So by saying yes on this vote, with a two-thirds vote, we could change daylight savings time if the change is allowed by the federal government. Because we gotta wait for these motherfuckers. But but that's we, but that's saying we don't have to we don't have to vote for it again. Right. Like soon as the federal government is with it, we immediately go into effect. Exactly. So it's important. We need to vote yes on this shit so that when we get hopefully Bernie, that's who I'm always gonna put for. And I'm mm-hmm. always promote my Bernie, boy Bernie, Bernie, feel the burn, baby. Because that's the only person I know for sure is probably gonna be running. As I see it right now. So, until somebody else comes out the woodwork, that's my boy. Um, Yeah. So, just vote on, yes, on Prop 7. Like, that's just a no-brainer. That shit would help everybody. And we can stop this back and forth bullshit that we always do when it comes to time. All right. I think I've, 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 uh, let that one out. That was, that was the one I actually felt a little, some type of way about. Because it actually does affect people. Season the Depression is a thing, y'all. It really is. All right, number eight. Regulates the amount of outpatient kidney dialysis clinics charged for dialysis treatment. I don't know why I'm struggling with that word. Uh, I said no. I don't know why. Um, I'm not sure why I said no. Let's see. So the summary is... Requires rebates and penalties if charges exist limit exceed limit. Sorry, requires annual reporting to the state. Prohibits clinic clinics. What the fuck? <laughs> prohibits clinics <laughs> from refusing to treat payments based on payment source. So that's why I was like, what? Prohibits clinics from refusing to treat payments based on payment source. Fiscal impact, overall annual effect on state and local governments ranging from net positive impact in the low tens of millions of dollars to net negative impact to the, in the tens of millions of dollars. So that last statement means nothing to me. The only thing that I'm picking up is that it prohibits clinics from refusing to treat payments based on p- payment source. So why are you voting now exactly? Mm, I'm not sure. Oh shit, con. Proposition 8 is opposed by thousands of nurses, doctors, patients, That's and American why. nurses... Association California, California Medical Association, American College of Emergency Physicians of California, because it would result in a closure of many dialysis clinics in California, dangerously reducing access to care, putting the lives of vulnerable dialysis patients at risk, and increasing costs for California taxpayers. That's probably why. Because I understand the language, but I trust those advocates more than the con, the pro. Because that's just Su- Susan Jimenez. Who are exactly. you? Exactly. That's why you gotta look. There's only one person arguing. This has like whole organizations. This is like one person arguing about this. And then the pro, I'm not sure if that was a good enough reason. She said... What was the reason for it? The California Democratic Party, veterans and healthcare advocates and religious leaders agree. Yes. No. Which ones? Advocates. Yeah. Healthcare advocates. The fact that she said religious leaders, I'm already out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about what they think. So, yeah, I voted no on that one. I'm, uh, snow for me, though. Uh, Proposition 9. You know what Proposition 9 was? What? Uh, separate California. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wah, 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 wah. That shit got removed. Oh. 
Oh, wait, no, that that was the one that was breaking up California. Yeah, breaking up California. Into Northern California mm-hmm. and Southern California and something else. Yeah, fuck that shit. We're, we're the fifth larger, largest economy in the world. Pa- passing the UK. Why the fuck would we break it up? Because they didn't want us to be the fifth largest economy in the world. All right. Prop number 10. This one's important because I put a star by it. I forgot what it was, but we're about to find out. All right. Expands local government's authority to enact rent control on residential property. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Housing is so bad in the Bay. Like, oh, my. I mean, I have several clients who are experiencing illegal evictions. Yes, they're illegal. Yes, they're in court. But people. They're still doing it. And then if you don't have a lawyer, if you don't have money or resources for that, then you're just out being illegally evicted. It's happening all the time. Why? Because they want that money. True. Mm. You didn't go into depth. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I need to say anything else. Like Rent control? Yes. Rent control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> like, if you in the Bay... Any reason to pay, goddamn <laughs> shit. You know what it is, cause it's coming for you wherever you at, no matter where you are in the bay. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like, what? What's poverty? Poverty in the Bay Area? Right, is right. Oh my God, what did they say it was? One hundred thirty thousand. One hundred thirty thousand dollars means that you're if you make uh, under above a hundred thirty. Is it? Uh, what? If, that you're, the, the if, you're, if you're under a hundred thirty, you're in poverty. <sighs> we poverty. all poverty. Cause I ain't making that shit a year. Hey, I make less than thirty five. Shit, it's rough out here, but we ain't licensed yet, so you know it come up, it's coming. <sighs> holding on, <laughs> getting a second job while I'm holding on, cause times are tough. <laughs> so yes, rent control. I mean, this is obvious to me. I don't. What's the point of this? Oh, can you go ahead and read that bullshit if you want? <laughs> Against no on Prop 10, a flawed initiative that would make housing crisis worse. How would that make... Okay, Prop 10, con. Prop 10 will make the housing crisis, crisis worse, not better. Affordable housing advocates agree that Prop 10 is bad for renters and bad for homeowners. It allows regulation of single-family homes and put bureaucrats in charge of housing by letting them add fees on top of rent. But rent control... Isn't Prop Pro Prop 10 restores authority to establish rent control in local communities, putting fair annual limits on the amount landlords can raise rent. Mm-hmm. This keeps tenants in their homes rather than being pushed far away or into homelessness. Mm-hmm. 10 prote- protects tenants. Supporters California Democratic Party, California Nurses Association, California Teachers Association. ACLU of California, Housing of California, Eviction Defense Network, SEIU, don't know what that is, National Urban League, Southern Christian Leadership Conference of Southern California. So I'm basically on the Housing California and Eviction Defense Network. I'm going to believe them. And the ACLU. ACLU, you know, they, you know. So So this one was a no-brainer, guys. Prop 10. Do it. Yes. Rent control. Why is rent control a bad thing? Again, and this goes into the reasons why. Like, how are they doing things and then the reasons why people are voting yes and people are voting no. All right. These are the last two. Uh, 
We're not gonna Pro- have time for messages today. Oh, oh no, no. We can talk about them in general and then just go. I'm so happy I don't have to go through that today, dog. It's exhausting. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, to y'all. Y'all Loading lucky. Is I hard work. I try to make this shit entertaining. I try to get y'all the content with it, you know, saying coming at y'all on the camera and all this energy. But uh yeah. Going through it by yourself, alone, without the camera. I ain't necessarily helping them. I was just like, here, go through this. <laughs> Cause the language is like the language on this one is bad, but that one's worse. It's so bad. Like that, it's like it's not in layman's terms at all. And if you're not someone who's in political science or financial stuff, yeah, most of the, the financial things yeah. are, um, are difficult for me mm-hmm. to get through. Just because I hate dealing with those numbers in that way. Yeah. But it's... it's Money is a piece of paper that man gave meaning, so... But this is life we live in. Uh, Proposition 11 requires private sector emergency ambulance employees to remain on call during work break. Oh, you didn't answer this one. I didn't answer this one. It was kind of hard. What are your thoughts? Because I think I might vote yes. And I may vote no. Because I don't okay, think... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so the proposition is that emergency ambulance employees have to remain on call during their work breaks. I already think that America oh, wait, no. doesn't yeah, care no. about the well-being of its people. And they don't allow us to take vacation. They don't have us family leave. They don't They don't give a shit about us. So on your mandatory work break, you have to remain on call. That's not a that's break. That's not a break, yeah. So I don't, I'm voting no for that one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The yes was trying to sway me because of the emergencies. But then I thought of, you. that just shows that you need to hire more people. Exactly. That doesn't mean that you need to stress out the ones that you're hiring. Yeah. You know, that be and then that's poor product service. Like if you're stressed out when you're supposed to be on your break, you're not how much this is ambulance people. How much are you gonna care for the people that actually need the help? No. Get your rest. I'm all about well being over productivity. Mm. Because if you care about the well being of the people, you of the employees, you get it. Look at other countries, you stupid motherfuckers. So uh that'll be a no. For me, though. Yeah. All right, last one. Prop 12 establishes new standards for confinement of specified farm animals. Ban sale of non-complying products. So, okay, so look at the yes. A yes vote on this measure means there would be new minimum requirements on farmers to provide more space for egg-laying hens, breeding pigs, and calves raised for veal. California businesses would be banned from selling eggs or uncooked pork or veal that came from animals housed in ways that did not meet these requirements. Pro, confining a baby veal calf, mother pig, or egg-laying hen inside a tiny cage is cruel. Products from these suffering animals threaten food safety. So... It's true. It's very true. Some of y'all be eating some of the products that they get, and they be in such confined uh, spaces that they're eating with their shitting, and then they're getting all types of diseases, and the meat that you're eating isn't the best quality. That's why a lot of people from other countries don't eat the meat here. Hold on. 
This man's check more reaches. So the no. Mm-hmm. Current minimum space requirements for confining egg-laying hens, pregnant pigs, and calves raised for deal would continue to apply. I don't know what the the current minimum space requirement is. The current ban on businesses in California selling eggs not meeting these space requirements for hens would remain in effect. Cons. This outrageous sellout to the egg industry betrays animals and voters. Californians already voted to ban cages by 2015. This cruel measure legalizes cages until at least 2022. The hens get just one square foot of space. And then the against is Californians against cruelty, cages, and fraud. Versus the four is prevent cruelty, Californians coalition. So I think I may need to do more research. Well, I don't, I don't the know funding what the, for those two organizations will tell you a lot. Yeah, but I also don't know what the current law is. Yeah, I don't. So I put yes based on what they said. And yeah. I'm sure, but yeah. I might need to do more research on that one too. Because I'm all about giving. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm a vegetarian who's lactose intolerant. So I'm not a vegan, but. I, I, my spirituality is based on all beings being equal. I do not believe humans are superior. That's some bullshit that Christianity fed you. Anyways, um, I do believe that every life form has, like, we should be treated humanely. And that's even a word yeah. use because how humanely are we, are we to each other? But I do think that we should care about how we treat the animals that we eat. Because if that animal is in distress when they die, that's going into the meat that we eat. Just like when I'm pregnant, if I'm stressed, that stress carries on to my baby. The hormones like carry into the DNA and the genes of the infant that's inside of me. So that's the same to say with any... Um, offspring that the animals have that stress carrying into them but it's also the meat that we eat so we're eating that meat so I do believe that it should be one I'm all about free range and having plenty of space they don't need to be confined in this mass consumption mass production type of way like no they need to have again focus on the well-being of the animals so they need to have as plenty much space as possible as much food that's not too maximize products and stuff like natural foods that they would naturally eat and then also um when killing them it needs to be like instantly don't like slash the throat and wait for the blood to drain out they need to instantly die that's not an instant death that's a slow and painful traumatic death again affecting our meat so i'm all about giving them more space um which is what this proposition is about but again, I don't know what the current law is. And the fact, I don't know if I believe that, no. But they didn't say beef. They said um, veal, pork, and eggs. Mm -hmm. They didn't say beef. Because I was driving from San Diego to Oakland uh, this summer. And I don't know what highway is on. I don't usually drive, so I don't know. But I came across the smell of manure, and it was like, wrong and I grew up in the country so I'm used to the smell of manure but this was like this is a lot of fucking cows that's how much That's the manure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when, <laughs> and when and it was like miles away and I was like where the fuck are the cows because I was smelling the manure and I'm like where the fuck are they when I came up on it it was like acres of just cows 
one right next to the other. There was no grass. There was no space for the cows to move freely. It was just acres of cows packed in together. So I don't know. That's not saying anything about cows or, or beef product. Um, but I don't know if that's a current law based on what I saw. I don't know about that one. So I got to do more research on that one. But that's it. That's it. That's all the props. Yeah. I did it. Oh, God. Thank you, Bo. <laughs> Thank you. Woo! Go out and vote, motherfucker. If I just did all that shit for no goddamn reason. Somebody got to go share, share this. Share Especially this. if you know people in California. God damn. Share this. And we'll make a list of the things. I'm going to make a, a list. A it's so real voting Good. list. And not. we'll just put all the people we voting for. I'll, we'll have Rocky. We'll put O. And then we'll just have a list of all the things we're voting yes or no for. Mm-hmm. And who we're voting for. That way y'all can check that shit out. I'm going to make one for all the states. Check this out. Fuck it. I'll no, make. Don't, no. Don't, no. Don't. All the states I've lived in. Oh, okay. I was like, mm-hmm. so I'm talking. <laughs> fuck out of here! Yeah, I'm no. talking California, obviously, because I already did that pretty much. Mm-hmm. I'm doing for New Jersey, and I'm gonna do one for Virginia. I'm not gonna do one for Chicago because I just don't feel like doing one. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. They got a lot of stuff. So I'm gonna do one for Jersey. And I'm doing one for uh for Virginia because those two places I spent more time in anyway. So mm-hmm. Chicago's done too. And then you know people there too. Mm-hmm. Most of my people that are probably gonna be watching are gonna be from there. Could you do one for Maryland? Just because we know a lot of people there. I'm from Maryland. No. no. <laughs> Self-care. That's how you do it. Boundaries. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not doing one for Maryland. So I hope my Maryland family just researches. I know they're not. Jersey, going I got to. you, baby. They're not going to. I'm going to show y'all who to vote for. I'm going to tell y'all who's a, the frauds, the corrupt motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Trust me. I need to take a nap. All right. Well, We are done, y'all. Um, anything else about voting? Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll do a part two and do the measures. Part two, we'll do the measures, I guess. Yeah. We already said who we vote for in terms of, like, elected officials. Yeah, so that's, um, last week's episode, vote. Nah, but really, though. Mm -hmm. Um, so check that out and spread the word. We're available on Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, um, Spotify, we just submitted our podcast to Apple Podcasts. Apple, takes so, forever. Yeah, Ooh. it takes a few days, so hopefully we'll get approved for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will definitely get the message out. Um, we're also on Anchor, um, which allows us to be on these other platforms. Yep. So share, subscribe, share, subscribe. Really share these voting episodes. For real. Um, uh, midterms are less than a month away. Yeah. November 6th, November 6th, November 6th, November 6th, November 6th, November 6th. Um, and do your research. Voting is hard work. You cannot just show up to the polls. You cannot show up to that voting booth and be like, uh, Democrat, 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 you can't do that. Nah. And I guess Especially that, with ranked choice voting. Especially if you have more than one voting, Democrat yeah. to choose from. Mm-hmm. Not all Democrats are the same. Try and, finals, uh, and all Alexander black people Car- ain't the same either. <laughs> Obama too. Yay. Look. We needed that representation, we need, we but after need, that... Yeah, man. I, I, there were a lot of stuff that he just watched go by, like the whole... Standing Rock. Standing Rock, Police brutality. Man. Flint. I, uh, Standing Rock. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I just identify with, like, the 
those who have been oppressed yeah. and, 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 and the original peoples. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it should hurt me more than, than Flint did. I knew he didn't do anything with Flint either, which is also fucked up. A lot of black people there. Mm-hmm. But I saw the. They were just taking their land, yeah. And then it's like it was nothing like seeing changed. It all over, all nothing again. changed. That's all of history. That's all they did to the indigenous in America. And it was like and it's like two thousand. It was like what two thousand sixteen, and we're still in the same shit. I couldn't believe that shit, and, yeah. and to see that my president, the black president, was mm-hmm. watching this and did nothing. And did nothing. And said, "Oh, it's it's just we're gonna up let to the it, courts." We're gonna or, let it play out. Like yeah, that was the word. No, that was all corporation. The corporations wanted that oil, so that's why they were. Again, corporations own the government, which is why and we need to vote they said the it candidates wasn't gonna out. Spill and and spill. it did exactly. Get these fucking corporate motherfuckers <sighs> out. If you're accepting corporate money, you need to be the fuck out. Vote them out. And then the next thing uh, is a constitutional amendment to make sure that money can no longer get in politics. Yeah. Ever. Like ever how there's again. a separation of church and state. We need to get rid of that. That should be an amendment. Mm-hmm. We also need to get rid of this electoral college, which candidates are trying to do. Too. Exactly. Yep. Actually be, and I would also say quotas on the House of Reps and the Senate for actually reflecting the people that they're serving. Right. Majority of the people, people of color. America is only getting browner, which is why white people are scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Uh, to end, I can show y'all or tell y'all about the um, shows that I watch. Oh, yeah. So... My favorite YouTube uh, show to watch when it comes to political stuff is actually a white guy from New York mm-hmm. who I started watching like around 2000, maybe 2013, 2014, like right after I graduated um, from Hampton. Mm-hmm. His uh, name is Kyle Kalinske, and the show is called Secular Talk, Secular Talk. I was drawn to it more because of like the idea of secular Ism mm-hmm. and looking th- at things from that perspective and not being skewed from any religious mm-hmm. or any other type of uh, perspective that usually makes it biased. So he breaks shit down clear. He's actually pretty funny. And he's aggressive with shit. And he can like argue his points so effectively, and you get like entertained by the way that he he is passionate about pol- uh, politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what you really want when you, you're watching anything political because it can get boring. You can get caught up in the fucking weeds of like policies and shit like that. But he breaks it down to what it is, uh, the facts of the situation, his opinion about the situation and how it affects you and, ha- and what you can do about it. Yeah. So when you lay it out like that, it makes it real plain for the viewer and that's how I stay informed about so many things. And he talks about shit that you never really hear on the news about, like, the wars that affect you mm-hmm. and how that gets connected to us back home. Like, how every cent that we spend on bombs and everything else like that is coming literally from the funding of our schools, from our infrastructure and everything else. Like, he makes it plain, like, the links between those things. Mm-hmm. That, a lot of stuff that other, you know, news shows just don't do. They can't even fucking make the link between climate change. So, so secular talk. Secular talk. Uh, the Young Turks is cool. I don't watch it all the time. Uh, sometimes, like it depends on like who's hosting and everything else like that. Uh, but the Young Turks is another good one. Uh, Secular Talk is the is the number one though. Uh, those are probably my two uh, go to ones on YouTube. Uh, do you, I mean you watch Trevor Noah the Daily Show? I watched yeah, I watched um yeah, and now yeah, I was gonna say like there's there's another piece of it which is uh, comedic. Mm-hmm. So I watch Trevor Noah from time to time. And he's but he's very, like, politically informed. Right. So. He does really good breakdowns. But I am aware that he does work for a corporation. So mm-hmm. he has to, like, you know, 
he has to have on literally he has to have on guests that he doesn't like. Like he had Tommy Lauren on and all his mm. other people on, and it's like he has to be but respectful. He's able to, you know, challenge he, too. He, he can challenge, but he has to. He still has to like bend towards it because yeah. he's within the corporate lens. Mm-hmm. With the YouTube uh, yeah. uh, political people that I, I was uh, mentioning, especially Kyle. He is like so adamant about not wanting money and shit like that. But it's that also YouTube, so he's not exactly. Yeah, he's he he makes sure to make it a point. Um, also, the thing about the Young Turks and, and Secular Talk is those the two leaders of those two uh, YouTube channels. They formed an organization called Justice Democrats, mm. uh, which were the all candidates that take no corporate money. And uh, Ocasio Cortez, she was one of those members. Mm. So there's a whole bunch of people. Look them up. Justice Democrats who don't take any money. They run for candidates all across the country. And they've been winning. Stacey uh, Abrams, I think, in uh, Georgia. She's a Justice Democrat. Mm. A couple of other people. Uh, Keith Ellison and a couple of other people. They try to smear that man. But whatever. There, there are a couple of people that are out here really trying to make a difference out here. Uh, and not trying to take any corporate money. So that's also how I got informed. It's also connecting the power six to what you can do. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by like, liking their, their way of breaking stuff down. Okay. Um, Anything else? Uh, if you're looking for like political comedy uh, from a black perspective, I would check out D.L. Hughley. He breaks down stuff a lot and, and, and puts it plain in, ter- in terms of how it is specifically to us mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it may be heavy on like the ju- judicial system but that's important to point out you know and so, everybody has their lane and and, that, and that's the thing that we don't like we focus a lot on the executive branch we focus on a lot of the legislative branch but we don't focus a lot of the judicial branch mm-hmm. and that's like the most important branch in my opinion because mm-hmm. those especially supreme court like those are laws that stay with people like fucking yeah. kavanaugh he's in there for 30 to 40 years Jeez. like and that's that's what happens when our our people are going up as these, these courts. Like yes, they have the the jurors, but it's the judge at the end of the day who determines like right. and, and, what the and punishment is, like the, the when, sentencing. When it comes to the Supreme Court, you're talking about like laws like that are going to be set for generations. Exactly. Generations. Voter ID laws and all this other bullshit that he's used to suppress. He's going to be like, oh, go ahead with that. Go mm-hmm. ahead with that gerrymandering and making sure your exactly. district looks like a goddamn twig. Uh, just so you could squeeze all the black people in one little spot and then have the votes never get spread out. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah. Stay informed. Check out some of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, switch it up. Try to find ways that you can connect to politics in some way to get you there. Uh, even if it's something like comedy. For me, comedy always works. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Laughing my pain. Laughing at it, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, title. Yeah. Anything else? I think that's it. So, yeah, we'll do a part two next week and talk about the measures. And, oh, so thankful to oh that he will go through those measures and Listen, figure see. out. I will figure I'm, out everything. Though. I'm just. Because it's important. Stick to your strengths. Because he got to vote on it anyway. Yeah, I got to. And it's gotten to this point where it's like, you know, I'm an adult now. I'm thinking, like, I'm going on some grown man shit. I'm living in my fucking town. This is the yes. town. This Oakland, is my town. Baby. This is fucking Oakland, baby. So I'm not about to just sit here and, yeah. like, let, and let shit happen. pass by. Exactly. Fuck that. So, so I'm taking responsibility for my community. Mm-hmm. And I just got here. What mm-hmm. the fuck are you doing? Challenging me now. Do it. Get active, baby. Um, all right. So I'm gonna do uh check out my shirt <laughs> part of the episode. 
Um, today I have my shirt, National Museum Ooh, of African American. Okay, um, National Museum of African American History and Culture: A People's Journey, A Nation's Story. So this is when I went I like to the museum, the Smithsonian Museum in DC, and uh, got this shirt. Also got a bag because I wanted to represent because it's very powerful to have our story accurately be for once. <laughs> um, right. Um, displayed and talked about and just having a place. And what I found interesting when I went there was, um, so I got this from the Smithsonian Museum. So I guess you can go online and get them too, but I was actually went to DC and went to the museum. Um, but I saw a lot of foreign white people and I was like, this is very interesting. Like white people in America, they probably don't care. Yeah. But that foreign white people are coming to the nation's capital and going to this particular museum and learning about black Americans and the history and culture of black Americans. It was very powerful because we don't have our, like we have our culture globally, like hip hop is global, our movies, like they know of us, but the actual struggles that we what, face what in was, America. Uh, LeBron say, or it was a Snoop. He mm-hmm. said, uh, outside of uh, America, we're beloved mm-hmm. more than we are loved in America. Black mm-hmm. people are loved outside. Exactly. So, but a lot of people don't know about our struggles and what we actually go through. Mm. So, for me to see white people, foreign white people here um, at the museum, I was like, wow, they're learning something. They decided to come here for a while. Right. But, um, but it also was very um, much uh, strength and empowering and just being able to be in that environment. So, I would definitely say check it out. I did hear that they're finally going to stop doing tickets because you had to, it was free, but you had to get tickets because it was such, like, such a huge event that everyone wanted to go. And it was, oh my God. Like, I had to wake up at six in the morning, go online, get the tickets. They sold out, the like, within five minutes the first time. So I had to do it again. It was, it was a lot. So but, people have seen it enough that it's not that crazy. Yeah. Really. And I feel, and finally, I, I saw something, you got an article. It's been like two years. Yeah. So they finally are going to um, get away with the ticket so you can just walk in. That's good, though. So, yeah. I'm like, damn. But, um, but yeah. So check out National Museum of African American History and Culture. Um, but, yeah. Let's talk about... Oh, right. So, let me make sure I got... So this is a pendant that... I've been getting pendants uh, with healing stones... For like the last couple of months now, since June, mm-hmm. uh, I've collected three uh, Unikite, uh, Blue Lace Agate, and uh, this is a new stone I just got. It is the Snakeskin uh, Jasper, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like That's what I said, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I didn't uh, see the back. It's beautiful. She be hooking it up. Mm-hmm. So, these are basically stones that have certain healing properties to them. Uh, and my perception of, uh, of how it works is there are representations and, and um, symbols of what the healing um, properties represent. So, for instance, uh, the Unikite one that I had was representing uh, balance, um, healing. The, the, it was for the heart chakra. Is, it was for the um, yeah, heart chakra. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is a root chakra. Uh, it's about more maintaining your spiritual awareness and your uh, connection to earth and nature. So being more grounded. Being more grounded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so these are like to me like reminders, and when I see this, I do think of like a tree, like the mm-hmm. heart of, of like a tree, and I think. And about, I like that she like made it into like a heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like that, and it gives me that feeling of like, okay, so this is what I need to do. I need to make sure that I am grounded. And I mm-hmm. contain myself. So it's kind of like a reminder for myself to slow things down, mm-hmm. take those deep breaths, appreciate nature around me, appreciate the people around me, mm-hmm. and to allow myself to heal through natural means. Mm-hmm. Ginger. Hmm. Um, where'd you get it from? Oh, and I got it from Queens. Uh, make sure I got the name 100% right. Already wrong. Queen, Queendom, Queendom Cultivation. Queendom Cultivation. I was about to say it. You said Queens. I said Queens. I was thinking of the rest of the name. Mm-hmm. Why is she judging instead of helping? I did help. Queen, did you? Queendom now Cultivation <laughs> on Instagram. Queendom Cultivation. Yes, that's it's a uh, link tree. So if you know Linktree, it's link tr period ee uh, hash or slash queendom cultivation. Yes, her her, her pendants are amazing. Her artwork and her uh, jewelry are great, and she also does parties and teaches you how to make these uh, jewelry pieces for yourself if you're really interested. Um, but it's up to you. I think these things are dope. I think the design is amazing. Mm-hmm. And the stones themselves are beautiful, and I think they're a symbol and a reminder to keep myself grounded, uh, reminders to keep myself uh, just in tune with who I am in my own internal healing process. And the lessons you need to learn. All these lessons I need to learn. Mm-hmm. It's similar to what I said, at, I don't know when I explained these, but my tattoos and everything else like that, mm-hmm. about reminders. hope, love, and faith, they're all reminders of my values and the things I want to hold dear mm-hmm. and near to me. So that's that. That's my little plug for her. I, I hope she gets more business from that. I don't know if she will. Uh, either we way, she'll be fine. On Instagram too. <laughs> she'll be fine. Because yeah, she's at all she's, the festivals. She's at all the festivals, yeah. and um, she's got a great spirit mm-hmm. and makes clearly beautiful jewelry. Check it out, y'all. <laughs> sure, I'm eating. All right. All right. We out. Well, thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl, Rocky. And your boy, O. Make sure y'all go out to vote November November 6th. 6th. Make it happen, baby. Midterm elections. Got no choice. You need to. All right. Remember to take care of you. And we out. Deuces.